pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 160 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodman, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. In this episode, we'll be going over heroes versus villains and the changes that are coming up. Let's get started. Heroes versus villains is changing. Yet again. It's the most touched um, game mode to ever grace Battlefront. What about uh, Hero Hunt? At least as far as this game goes, I think. (laughs) It has had quite the journey and is changing once more. Quote, One of the most iconic parts of Star Wars comes when our noble heroes face off against their sinister foes. Obi-Wan Kenobi vs. General Grievous, Luke Skywalker confronting Darth Vader, or Rey against Kylo Ren. These moments have captured us since the very first film and is a part of Battlefront 2, particularly in Heroes vs. Villains. You've all given us a lot of feedback about Heroes vs. Villains, and with it, we're making some changes to the mode. With this month's update, we're completely reworking the targeting system in Heroes vs. Villains. Now, defeating an enemy will add a point to your team's elimination score, regardless of which one you defeat. With these new mechanics, the mode will no longer be a first-to-ten target eliminations. Instead, the first team to reach 25 eliminations will be the victors of the match. Let's just say, stop here, there is a big error, okay? It says you get one point regardless, but if you kill Anakin, you should get 20 points. (laughs) Let's just be honest. (laughs) You get extra points if you destroy Anakin. Heroes vs. Villains is turning into Blast with Heroes, and I'm totally down with it. Definitely interested to see how this pans out. I mean, the default system that we had in Battle for 2015 was, um, you know, you you basically, you know, tried to kill the other team off, Heroes vs. Villains, and last one standing wins, and then you got this game, which was more of a targeting system to where... If you killed anyone else but the target, it didn't really matter. Mm-hmm. It just gave you score. And now the thing that a lot of people have been asking for is the the blast format. Yes. Which I think this should work the best for what they're trying to get here. Definitely. It, it will feel more of like a free flow game mode instead of forcing you to, to be Boba Fett and... Forcing you? <laughs> well, it a good point, and I hadn't really thought about this, but the game mode really does promote running away, and it doesn't yeah, really... Camping. It doesn't really make you want to actually face anyone. It makes you... Any time that the target is placed upon me, I go, oh, crap. Here we go. And it would also be cool if that maybe they lowered cooldowns on moves or something like that. To make it even faster? Make it faster, because, I mean, depending on what they're trying to target. <laughs> you I mean, mean everyone's moves except Anakin? Huh. I mean, normally, it's 100 is the... It seems like the ongoing number to do... And that would take a while when it concerns heroes and villains. So maybe nerfing their health or something like that. We'll see how they format it. I don't think they would need to do that, but I see where you're going at. I think the the thing that would make it even faster would be like a lower spawn timer. And I wish there could be multiples of the same hero and villain. Oh boy, do I wish that. That would be so much fun. I mean, <laughs> there's obviously like there's blaring problems here. All Anakins <laughs> versus all Darth Vader's. Everyone would be picking the most overpowered. Yeah. Maybe have a limit of like two per. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but they, I think they, they'll never be, add it. I would love to see like a limited time. Again, repeating myself here. I would love to see a limited time kind of addition to Heroes versus Villains where it's just one weekend and you can have multiples of heroes. I think that would be just so much fun. It would be so unbalanced, but oh my gosh. 
it would be a joy to play. Okay, a question I had before and that never got answered, even though I had raised it and commented, but here it is. I had wondered if the achievement and trophy for Xbox and PlayStation, it is um, kill 50 enemies as the target. That will be a just, and it will now unlock upon eliminating 50 enemies in Heroes vs. Villains, rather than being tied to target eliminations. So what are your thoughts on this, Sam? Nice, uh you know fresh breath of air here nice to see him changing game modes i mean this one like i said has been changed the most but definitely they're trying to find something that really works for what they're trying to achieve in the the hero aspect it's something that it is great to see them change like completely reworking the game mode seeing the feedback from fans saying oh hey this game mode really promotes camping could you please do something about that? And them being, okay, yeah, we will adjust this for you and make some changes accordingly. They have said that they will be adjusting the number of eliminations depending on actual playtime. They said it was the same amount of time, usually on average, from the previous edition of Heroes versus Villains to this one. But again, as we've shown time and time again, they thought Anakin was pretty balanced in their own play tests, and then they released it into the wild, and he was revealed to be extremely overpowered. So, again, just because they think it's balanced doesn't mean it will actually be balanced in actual um, gameplay. So they said that they will be keeping an eye out on the number of eliminations it takes to finish a game mode. I'll be interested to see if they change that at all. Another thing in the past few days... Uh, Jay tweeted this. We've pushed a server-side change to capital supremacy balancing for Star Wars Battlefront 2. The invasion phase was too short, leading to the games very suddenly ending. We fixed that so it's shorter than originally, but longer than it was on Friday. Friend of the podcast, Joe, on um, at Novacore Joe on Twitter, in response to hero versus villains turning to basically blast with heroes says me too if they continue adjusting and balancing heroes i'm going to be playing a ton of heroes versus villains and then last week friend of the podcast caleb jodon big jodons on playstation is that is that his gamer tag big jodon big jodon yeah it should be i don't think it is but it should be caleb keep an eye out on that uh that gamer tag right there but he says hey sage and sam it's been a while I was wondering if you wanted to talk about the new game mode on Battlefront and how we enjoy it compared to the Galactic Conquest and what our perfect Galactic Conquest type game mode would be. Thought I might as well reach out and that this might be fun for the podcast. God bless, brothers. So, Sam, this leads into something in, a, in just a little bit I'll get to. It's something that uh, I've, I've been wanting for a while and I think would add a lot of strategy to the game mode. But, Sam, what do you think about this? What are your favorite aspects of capital supremacy i mean uh I, I do like how it's a longer type game mode mm-hmm. and that and i just like the idea of capturing command posts really that really just just stems from playing the original battlefront 2 yeah yeah and that's probably my favorite aspect is just having an objective this this seems like more of an objective that i really want to do mm-hmm. like maybe in a galactic assault I really don't want to pursue the objective, but in this, it rewards you for doing the objective. Yeah, because it goes into a completely different... It's very satisfying, yeah. you know, solving this OCD, making making <laughs> sure you have all of the command posts. Got to capture them all. <laughs> yeah, I definitely see that. It's, it's one of those game modes that's just like, okay, man, I have to get this point and this point and this point. Come on, team, let's go capture this point. 
Like it really rewards you for playing the objective with such a different and unique change to the game mode. Because like ground combat and then the inner combat of the capital ships are completely different. Yeah, and I do like the the way you snowball and score to where you come to a point to where you basically buy anything you want. Yeah, that's always fun when you're like, man, I could buy like five jump troopers right now. (laughs) Yeah, mostly on the side of reinforcements because it's very hard to get a hero or villain on that certain game mode it's anytime a hero becomes available it's very quickly taken yeah but that brings its own little issues solving the whole hero system but we've we've gotten in that yeah we've We've gone over that that way too much (laughs) but going on um let's compare it to galactic conquest from battlefront to the original which came out in 2005 how do you think it compares to that original game? I mean, gameplay-wise, it's completely different, but the whole idea and its execution, very similar. They took a lot of inspiration from that original Battlefront game and have said as much. I mean, really, the only similarity is capturing Command Post. Other than that, it's they're both starkly different in a gameplay style. I feel like Battlefront 2, the original one, was it seemed like a bigger map. In this case, it seems like a blast map. It seems fairly small. Yeah, but I think that works to its advantage because a lot when whenever I play Galacticus Galactic Conquest in Battlefront two two thousand five, it feels very sparse and very empty. So I think that closeness really helps the game mode in its speed and just kind of like intensity. I mean, I mean, otherwise, ground combat is similar to the game modes, you know. You know, fighting for the command post. Uh, the, I think the biggest difference between Galactic Conquest and then Galactic or, or Capital Supremacy is the fact that in Galactic Conquest, you are primarily on the ground. Like, there is no going to transition to the next phase, which is going to be inside of a ship or really any ship combat, which is a good thing because that ship combat in Battlefront 2005 was that was rough and we still haven't gotten you know seamless ground to space combat no yet maybe we'll see that in the next battlefront possibly but that is definitely taxing on the engine that Mm -hmm. is some rough stuff there but i i do like how it trends it's very buggy let's get that straight when you transition but i do like the aspect of having you know multiple basically multiple game modes in one game mode. yeah because you have the you know the the base getting the command post to give you into this place to where you have to blow up these certain things to win. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, a two for one kind of game, which I like. And, and that's another reason why it's so long. Let's talk about that length. Galactic Conquest and Capital Supremacy just in length are so much different. Like Capital Supremacy goes on for a long time. And it really rewards you for that because by the later parts of the game mode, you're able to transfer and get a lot of playtime with those reinforcements or heroes if you are quick enough on the draw and and the one thing i do like better in battlefront 2005 is the fact that you have a finite amount of um reinforcements oh really and i really like that it gives it a more you know your lives matter more otherwise in this game capturing the command post you're actually building your lives but you you know you can die as many times as you want Second phase, if you do die, it does, you know, subtract, but it doesn't seem like that urgent because you can always just retreat back and try to reset through there. I believe, and I don't think this was confirmed, but I have heard rumblings that they did try to, like when they were first developing the game mode, that they were 
experimenting with a limited amount of reinforcements. And and that's just really hard to pinpoint because you have to you know see how 50 works and then mm-hmm. how 100 works. Yeah. And maybe one side has a very powerful hero <clears throat> Anakin. <clears throat> Man, my throat today. Um so you'd have to balance that like maybe the hero side would have like a little less cuz they did that in Battlefront uh, 2005 is they would they would switch up the amount of reinforcements like in the campaign that one side had over the other. Mm-hmm. So they would have to do some balancing like that. Now let's go on to our perfect galactic conquest. And I'd like to preface this with friends of the podcast, Daily Battlefront, really great Twitter account. Give them a follow. They're amazing. Definitely worth your follow. Run by a lot of great uh, people in the community. Nick Antilles is uh, on Twitter. Who's, who co-runs uh, this page, created this awesome, awesome little UI that I will put in the description. But it's basically bringing in, like, Battlefront 2005, being able to spawn on command posts and what it would look like. Again, this is something every single time I play Capital Supremacy. I'm like, man, they got, they've got the spirit of Galactic Conquest in this game mode. So anytime I'm spawning, I would love to be able to choose a command post to spawn on. I mean, like we said earlier, it's it's definitely a smaller ga- uh, smaller map, so I don't really see them adding that just because, you know, you your default spawn is more than enough to get to any. I know, post. but it would it would add a lot of strategy to playing the game mode. It would turn it into like a strategic game mode, like a, a strategic action game, where you choose okay, this part of the map has this command post. I'm going to spawn here after after the team has captured it, and I'm going to try and defend this point, or I'm going to try to get a little bit closer than my normal spawn would to this uncaptured command post so I can get there a little bit faster. In this game mode per se, though, no one defends command posts. It's basically them running in circles, yin and yang style. Mm-hmm. But still, I think it would add a lot of strategy to the game mode. If it was solely a um, uh, ground-based combat mode, I could totally see him adding that. But seeing as it's a two-wave or a two-part type game mode, and but w- w- and it seems like the command post section is really short as well. Yeah, it's just the repetition that makes it so long. But I think this would be the game mode to try it out in. Like we've seen it work in Battlefront Two, two thousand five, and they would also get in with some like. Spawning, um, spawning issues that we've had in Battlefront 2 where you just spawn in like a completely random part of the map because enemies are in the spawn area. So I don't think the fact that the transition would affect that, but I think I think this would actually, ex- it might extend the length of that phase if you were able to be, okay, I'm going to spawn on this one, and then you might die when you spawn in there. But like again, if someone was capturing that command post, you wouldn't be able to spawn on it at all. Just if it's contested. Yeah. Or just if it's uh, captured. I think it would be cool. It's worked in Battlefield before. But for you, Sam, what's your perfect capital supremacy? Probably a bigger base game, like the capturing point, make it a bigger map. And in that case, also add the spawn points and having a little more control over where you um, start in the game and all that. Mm-hmm. Phase two, I, I like phase two, but honestly, I'm fine with just having command post centered strategies. Oh, really? Yeah. You'd be fine if it was just, just the command phase post one part. Hmm. as a game mode. Why is that? 
I just like the whole aspect of a capturing command post, and it's probably because it's been kind of hammered. Because that, that's like the the first Star Wars game I played was Battle for two thousand five, and that was my favorite game mode. So probably just nostalgia reasons. Okay, how do you feel about that second phase? I enjoy the second phase. Definitely feels definitely feels um Battlefront two esque the new one. Like that's like their style there. The mm-hmm. phase two, I enjoy it. Definitely um, don't get as much points on that than uh, phase one, but I think it's a well-balanced game mode thus far. Okay, last week's episode. It was a shorter one. It was weird. But in that episode, it was basically news news related and a couple of my thoughts. They have confirmed that they will continue Battlefront Live, but we, have, we don't know the information. This was mentioned in a earnings call for EA. But we don't know if it was the stuff that we already have confirmed through the roadmap or if it's in reference to, oh, after July, we're going to be supporting this game even more. How do you feel about this, Sam? But uh, double-edged sword there. Like, I I do want them to continue to support this game. But then again, if they keep supporting this game, they're not going to make another one. So what what could they add to a Battlefront 3? I don't know. this, This game just got so much bad publicity at its start that I feel like for a lot of people it's been ruined people have stereotyped it in certain ways I think that's true on the majority of gamers but I feel like with a Battlefront 3 if they started off well and do some of these mechanics but make them just a little bit better kind of like what Battlefront 2 did on Battlefront 2015 okay so basically the same game but like revamped a little bit revamping it because they've learned a lot yes, from their have. mistakes microtransactions UI no. <laughs> All of this stuff. It's been a terrible learning experience for them. So I feel like if they take this knowledge and make it into another game, it could be successful. But why can't they do that with Battlefront 2 right now? Or do you because think the I Battlefront like 2... It's, it's just been... This game's been associated with so many, you know, negative gamer thoughts that a lot of people won't purchase this game because of stuff that happened at its launch. I think if they so if re- they get a fresh start for it, I feel like people more people would play it. I think it's all about how like they would market it. If they go if if they continue supporting the game after July, I think a big marketing push would have to be made to be like, okay, people who have crapped on Battlefront, who have crapped on EA, look at what we've released. No microtransactions, no loot boxes. We've got four new heroes. We've got a new game mode. And highlight everything that they've done and changed and adjusted since the game came out. And the st- the stats for Battlefront 2 player base are the same, and a little more than when the game first launched. So that's that's already really great news there. But do you think that the do you think even if they did push this great marketing campaign, like do you just think the the name of Battlefront 2 is just too far gone? Yeah, in certain ways. It's definitely I'm there's some blaring problems with the game currently. The the UI still needs work. It is very confusing to new players. It's not easy to access, it's not simplistic. I feel like Battlefront 2015's UI was fairly simplistic and this one's like really complex. Like I'm still learning some nuances and I've been playing this game since it came out. So I feel like they should make a new game cuz they've learned they've they've definitely made some mistakes and learned from those. And I feel like they could, because Battlefront Two started off really well mm-hmm. through EA Play. We were they were getting some mad views on videos. People were hyping it up, and then it released. And there was some con- controversy concerning crystals, 
or before crystals were, but just microtransactions and all of that negativity. Mm-hmm. But like if they start fresh, market it really well, do a beta and all that, I feel like it could be successful, more successful than this um, installation currently. All of the problems of Battlefront 2 were introduced right before the game's launch. Because like the beta came out and people really enjoyed it. And bef- the the pre-alpha and all of that that we played at EA Play. It was all super successful. Yeah, that was really highlighted. And then they were like, yeah, there aren't going to be, there isn't going to be a season pass. All of the DLC is going to be free. And then that was really great news. But then they had like, they didn't really handle that well because it was kind of like a thing that they weren't supposed to say. And then they weren't able to give more details on. I feel like they got a little too cocky because of all the good re- feedback and the hype around it that they felt like they could oh, yeah, get away could, with anything. Oh, yeah, we could do loot boxes. Heck, yeah. Yeah, they already like it this much. Throw in a few tr- microtransactions, try to squeeze all that money out. Because a good uh, their best marketing ploy was free seasons. Mm-hmm. And that appeals to like a, a wide variety of audiences. And that was probably the thing that killed Battlefront 2015. Just because of the sparsity of people having... Maybe they had the Outer Rim DLC, but not... Bespin, mm-hmm. so they couldn't play that certain. Yeah, it just got really confusing. And I think a lot of what a lot of the problems that EA's Battlefront Two came out with was the the gaming community's viewpoints on EA. But since they they've released Apex Legends, which is a wildly successful game, one of the most popular. It's I think it is the most popular new franchise that EA has made, getting really great consistent players on there then we've got jedi fallen order and i'm not going to jinx it but from what we've seen people are really enjoying looking at that and the idea of it a completely single player game now let's just hope they don't screw it up but a completely single player game that's story-based star wars on paper that sounds amazing and they're getting really great respect for that so if they keep this going I think, and with like a revamp of the kind of like, hey, this is this is Star Wars Battlefront 2. We've got Anakin. We've got Obi-Wan. We've got General Grievous. We've got Count Dooku. No loot boxes. Free DLC. Continued support. If they did all of this and were like, oh yeah, and we're also supporting it throughout 2020, I think, that, I think they could really bring it back. Especially if they tie it in with episode yeah. 9. But EA is about that money. So making a more game would be more profitable than, you know, just continuing support on this one. And there's also just a negative connotation with EA, yeah. you know, f- for fairly good reason. They're, you know, they're tagged with that, you know, just want the money out of players. Mm-hmm. And that really does, some people refuse to play EA games, period. Yeah. If they're a huge Star Wars fan, they'll just, they'll just bypass it because it, because it is EA. So they do have that negative connotation with them, which does prohibit some players and the the rate of successfulness for that. But I feel like if they do promise these things and fulfill their promises, because that's what they have a hard time doing. Yeah, they could make a the widely successful a successful Battlefront three mm-hmm. and make some money in the process. Yeah, the only problem with that is like it would have to come out this year, but then that also puts up competition with Jedi Fallen Order, and if they come out next year. It will be up against Battlefield and the new Titanfall. Yeah, and that's definitely something for them to think about. Because Titanfall and Battlefield, last, I think it was last year or the year before. It might have even been 2016. But 
yeah, it was 2016 because Battlefront 2 came out in 2017. So 2016, they came out within a couple weeks of each other, and that really, really took a toll on Titanfall 2. Yeah, and that's just some some issues there. I mean, they know they're in charge of releasing these games. It's not like it's a rival company releasing them. They they should know these things. And I don't know. I don't know if there is a future for Battlefront after this game. I'm not sure what their plans are. I do hope so, but mm-hmm. definitely just want to see more Star Wars content concerning more multiplayer shooter types. Yeah, I think that's about it for this episode. I've been your host, Sage Goodwin. And I'm Sam Goodwin. You can follow us on Twitter at SWB Podcast, twitter.com slash SWB Podcast. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Battlefront Podcast, or through PayPal, paypal.me slash tie-dye sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. And a completely free way that you can support our show is through leaving a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen to podcasts on. We would really, really appreciate it. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Our email is also battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. And if you have a topic that you would want to, just like Caleb, definitely send us a tweet on Twitter or an email. We'll get to it and cover it on the show. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. And may the Force be with you. Incoming transmission. One of the most iconic parts of Star Wars comes from when our noble heroes face off against their sinister foes. Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Yoda is the most iconic. It's the Star Wars show. You ready, Sam? Mm-hmm. Last time on Korom. Blah, 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 blah. Community transmission to heroes versus villains. Sam. Mm-hmm. 